0: Because it seems like the moms for liberty, it seems like the Trump stuff is is more important, and that also gives you a chance to segue into uh Biden calling him a sick fuck. <laughs> I <just saw laughs> Which I didn't soon. get
1: a, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Um I didn't listen to it either. I just saw the Tegan and Goddard thing.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um But <laughs> well, what are the fucking magnets? Dude, that's like Has you been listening to Insane Clown Posse Or something like that That's
1: what I'm thinking, magnets, how do they work (laughs) Magnets, how do they work Water, fire, air and dirt Fucking magnets, how do they work And I don't want to talk to a scientist Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed (laughs) I forget, that's the only thing I remember about that What's that? I remember that it was the Insane Clown Posse And it was them saying, magnets, how do they work Yep. but I don't remember the rest of the story on that. Um, like, it was ba- I, It was based- all, that's kind of all I need to know. But. It was
0: basically ICP, um, which, by the way, hates fascists. Apparently, the uh, they're 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 the insane clown people regularly go out and protest the Trump. We're regularly out there protesting the Trumpers. Leave us alone. Leave all the gay kids alone. <laughs> they don't even fucking like Trump. But yeah, magnets. How do they work? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I no think one it knows. Was-
0: I think it was uh they were uh I remember the song and I remember listening to it. <laughs> you know, I listened to it so you don't have to. And uh, it was it was basically um I think it was them proclaiming their belief in God in a greater in a greater thing that we all belong to. It like it was like it was like all oh, this all this stuff the universe is magic. Magnets. How do they work? Fucking magnets. How do they
1: work? <laughs> yeah, how do they work? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you throw them in a glass of water, they still work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> like an idiot. What the hell was that all about anyway?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's The thing is, here's the thing about that. He said um, something like this.
0: Think of it, magnets. Now, all I know about
1: magnets is this. Give me a glass of water. Let me drop it on the magnets. That's the end of the magnets. Something magnet. like that. Yeah, I put it's a glass like, of water on them. They don't work anymore. Yeah, of course. It's like, wait, what? and magnets how do they work like what would make you think that like (laughs) like what like i don't understand magnetism all that well like it is kind of mysterious but i actually could
0: not tell you how they work
1: (laughs) well you know this the earth has a polarity
0: to it but i but i know that what i do know is that even when they're wet they (laughs) they do continue to function as magnets
1: yeah you don't you don't get rid of the polarity of the earth because uh, of water uh we have this thing called the ocean which doesn't seem too effective
0: <laughs> that's how Columbus got thrown off course yeah the magnet and his compass got wet <laughs> yeah
1: how do you wind up in Cuba
0: I mean for uh, uh, and actually for real for real I remember being in, like cub Scouts or Boy Scouts. Yeah. And learning how to make a make a compass with like yeah. basically a needle floating on a piece of water, yeah, because yes. it's made out of metal, right? <laughs> of course it works. Of course it works. Stupid. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> iron filings. Like yeah,
0: it's uh, okay. If you actually look at a compass, thinking about it now. If you actually look at a compass, yeah. the little needle in there is indeed in a in a in a reservoir of water or something yeah some, it's some, some kind of liquid, liquid in there liquid. Yeah. so so here would be a good time for us to say <laughs> something along the lines of hello everybody and welcome <laughs> to the latest episode of progress podcast hello everybody and welcome to the most recent edition of the progress podcast i had a long day at school i'm brendan squire i don't even know what episode it is but i do know it's the first episode of 2024 um with me brendan squire and martin longman how are you doing brendan i'm doing good we you know we both took a bunch of time off for the holidays well i i'm
1: just hoping i do all right because i just got jabbed with the uh covid booster oh that's right how you feeling dude so far so good yeah Yeah. i think yeah
0: do they do they warn you're you gonna have bad old side effects or is this gonna be like a minor side effect? because like my last one i was expecting to feel like just awful and barely anything happened at all
1: yeah she seemed to think like this particular one wasn't too problematic so she said you know i might feel under the weather a little bit but um it wasn't like someone in the past when they a lot of people are having a big reaction so i don't know what to expect yeah uh, we, i i've had it go both ways i've been like in bed for 2 days and i've had like no reaction at all so
0: yeah same here i don't know
1: what this is this is probably like my 5th jab yeah I've,
0: I've lost count of my own boosters as well but i got to yeah. say i've only I've, I've only had covid once and it was a it was a really really mild case back when the uh right back before i moved back to philly the omicron was going all over the place yeah and, uh, over- my last two weeks in uh in vermont I've, i i spent in quarantine oh that's weak yeah it was pretty weak yeah, yeah it was a nice deal though it was a little my my uh my my now former boss had a little beach house so i was right down on the lake and i had a little private beach to myself but but at the same time hanging out by myself in vermont
1: how was your uh, how was your new year's how was your holiday well you know it's uh my my boys uh new year's day baby Oh that's right. So, that's right. Yeah. So every every New Year's Day, so it's kind of uh jam packed, you know. You prepare for Christmas, then you prepare for New Year's and you prepare for the big birthday. So, yep. it all went really well, so.
0: Nice, nice. How old is you now? 14. Jesus, yeah, that's great. That's I'm great. Big, I'm in big trouble now. <laughs> I'm in big <laughs> trouble. No, 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 no. You're just you're you're, you're getting out of the trouble, man. I, I remember I work with middle school kids. And uh, let me just say that 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 fourteen, even your most rambunctious ninth graders is is, is way better than your craziest twelve year old, especially <laughs> especially with boys who are who are basically feral in their tweens or or whatever we're calling it these days. I mean, the uh, the the sheer amount of penis jokes I contend with on the daily—it's enough to make your head spin.
1: D's yeah, nuts that's, that's all I hear
0: It's like they're addicted to it Yeah, yeah But I, well, but yeah, I digress you're,
1: you're, Your job sounds hard
0: It's it's pretty fun Well, whatever, it's hard I had a pretty good end of the year though The kid came down for a visit um, Oh, the No Good Crowd, the band I've been playing with Mentioned them a couple times here on the podcast We just released our first single On Spotify, Apple Music Tidal, all that stuff Some kind of gold, and it's been going over pretty good so far. We uh, we've been getting comparisons to the replacements and teenage fan clubs. Uh, pardon me, teenage fan club. Uh, in fact, our guitar player knows the guy who signed the uh, the replacements, and he sent us a message saying how much he liked the album. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. So go, so go find us on Spotify and and share with all your friends. And if you live in Philly, come see us on Friday, January twelfth, at the uh, Dawson Street Pub in the Maniunk neighborhood. Nice.
1: Sounds like a plan. So I think, um, you know, we're trying to get back into the podcasting saddle again. And um, I don't know, you know, this time of year, I don't know whether to look back or to look forward. Um, Looking back, in a lot of ways, 2023 was a a rough year for America.
0: Yeah, it was. But was it really that bad? I mean... Look, I spent the last couple of years driving into work every morning, and all i hear is NPR, NPR especially, predicting the economy was going to crash any minute. Recessions are coming any minute. And the recession still hasn't come. And the, from what I saw, you know, even doing a little basic research just before uh, recording today, and the jobs, jobs are still plugging along. Market seems to be doing okay. Gas prices, I know that gas prices have been coming down. Some states are down to like below three bucks at this point. So- you know, it there's been a lot of nonsense going on, but it hasn't been that bad in many ways. It could have been a lot worse. and and But, yeah, no one's happy.
1: I know I'm not happy. I mean, you're right. A lot of things went better than expected in 23, you know, especially the economy. Um, I mean, every expert was saying that we basically needed a recession in order to get inflation under control. Um, and Biden seems to have landed the plane you know without a recession still creating jobs so yeah lots of jobs not only that not only lots of
0: jobs lots of jobs for people who don't uh require a high school diploma and, and there's record low employment
1: for black americans at this point that's right you know it's it's a really strong record for biden uh, and he doesn't seem to get any credit for it i mean you look at his approval numbers are just terrifyingly bad yeah and uh A lot of it's just coming from the left The the left is not giving him high marks
0: well the left is is grumpy about a lot of things and some of it some of it i i will argue is purely performative um but but yeah they're fighting for things that were supposed to be settled like women's reproductive rights god knows all of us are furious about that um they didn't get a lot of the things that biden promised but a lot of that is because of people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, And, you know, as much as, as great as it would be for Joe Biden to have a green lantern ring and, and, and will people into submission, that's, he can't do that. And, you know, and, and, and for real, like, they're not thrilled at all about Biden giving Netanyahu a green light to obliterate Gaza. And I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that at all.
1: Right there. That's a good mix of looking back and looking ahead, you know, um, I'd I like to mention also like the climate news gets more apocalyptic every day.
0: Oh, every day, every day. The uh, Philly hasn't gotten snow for the third year in a row. Um, we got a, we had one storm that turned into rain on, on this side of the interstate just this weekend. We got another one coming tomorrow, which is supposed to be giving us a, a big chance of floods. The article I was reading at KYW news said that all the rain is falling at the wrong time and in the wrong places. And so they're expecting, they're expecting flooding up the Delaware flooding on the Schoolkill. And, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm from Rhode Island originally and I have friends back there who are dealing with this as we speak Uh, just a few weeks ago, Providence was completely flooded out and that's like the second or third time since summer that the ocean state actually became part of the ocean itself.
1: Yeah. I saw that it's scary stuff. Um, You know, meanwhile, you know, the war in Ukraine is well, it's, it's not going the way we'd like. Right. Um, and that's before we talk about the Republicans standing in the way of giving them more aid, um, China that they look like they're gearing up to, you know, invade Taiwan sometime soon. Um, I mean, these things aren't Biden's fault, but there's a reason people are feeling a little uneasy, I think. But on the
0: other hand, there's the schadenfreude of seeing, as you put it recently at Progress Pond, Trump taken down to the studs. Uh, So in the spirit of a happy, if sure to be tumultuous new year, why don't we just get started with that, Marty? And then I have some fun updates on the Moms for Liberty, who have been quite literally effing around and finding out a lot recently.
1: Well, Brendan, let me tell you, it's not enough for me to see Trump defeated in a political sense. Uh, Obviously, that's what 2024 is going to be about. And I know there's one scenario where Trump is elected to a second term as president. And I know that's a real possibility.
0: Yeah. But it's just, that's just not one, anything you want to seriously consider.
1: Right. I mean, in that case, you can just put me in a soup can and fire me into the sun because I don't want to be a witness to one second of a second Trump term. What I want to see and what I basically need to see is Trump absolutely destroyed in every sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, not just losing the election.
1: Yeah, that's a requirement, but it's not enough. Uh, what I need to see is much more like what's happening to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy is being taken apart piece by piece. I mean, have you seen his Chapter 11 filing? Oh, yeah. Between
0: New York State and the IRS, the dude's a million dollars behind on his taxes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, he goes various lawyers and law firms around $2 million.
0: And everyone, I mean Everyone is suing the guy I mean Hunter Biden is suing him His assistant uh, Noel Dunphy Who accused him of making her his sex slave She's suing him
1: That story is just disturbing
0: Yeah that is. This is no one needs to have an image of Rutten Rudy in their mind's eye <laughs> Oh god <laughs> But yeah I remember him In, in, in Borat lying back on the bed And starting to pull down his pants Thinking he was going to get a Hummer
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's like Clorox in the eyes. Oh
0: god. Oh, it's like the penguin but real. <laughs> but yeah, this woman Dunphy, uh she alleges that uh, that America's mayor there committed uh what she calls what the Guardian calls quote abuses of power, ribrating sexual assault and harassment, wage theft and other misconduct. She wants
1: 10 million dollars out of him. <laughs> He's going to lose all these judgments Brennan. And uh, and then then there's the voting machine companies. First of all, let me
0: say good that he loses all these judgments. And yeah, right. Smartmatic and Dominion over there. What did Fox News said to pay something like what? Like almost $800 million for airing Rudy's lies. So, so how much is Rudy going to be asked to pay?
1: Apparently he already owes or has exposure on, this is his own filing, $500 million in debts. and And he claims no more than $10 million in assets. Oh so so he's ruined he's ruined he's come he's completely ruined and and taken down to the studs nothing left to give anyone
0: i hope he winds up living in a cardboard box i hope he lives and winds up in a cardboard box by the east river
1: but you know who i hope gets paid you mean besides the two women the the two black election workers from georgia that uh, he defamed oh
0: yeah yeah the the ones who forced him into bankruptcy court he owes them like 100 and almost 150 million i definitely want to see them get paid
1: agreed right so who else
0: do you remember that dude uh daniel gill from staten island this is the guy back in uh in 2022 rudy was in a supermarket i think yeah he was in a supermarket in staten island and and him and his 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 progeny andrew they were out campaigning and the dude comes up to rudy then this is a cam- i think this was a campaign event if i'm remembering correctly but but or appearance whatever but anyway he just basically walks up to Rudy, slaps him on the back. It's not even really a slap. It's like he tells like, you know, like, hey, buddy. And he says, hey, what's up, scumbag?
1: <laughs> which seems like a perfectly reasonable way to address the former mayor. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. He is a scumbag. But Rudy yeah. didn't think so. So he had the guy arrested for assault.
1: Right. Which is a typical snowflake response. Right. right? Uh, I mean, in the Mid-Atlantic, someone asks you, what's up, scumbag? You're supposed to respond with like nothing less jag off. I mean, that's just friendly banter one oh one. As someone from New York
0: should know, and and someone named Ru- like Rudy Giuliani, who is not exactly a wilting violet when it comes to uh to dishing out the insults. Yeah, it's friendly banter one oh one, just like you said. Yeah. But yeah, it's right there in the chapter eleven filings. Daniel Gill wants two million from Rudy for I guess causing his wrongful arrest.
1: Good for him. See, I mean. He's part of the solution here, you know. Daniel Gill is helping take Rudy Giuliani down to the studs, and and I expect Fannie Willis will finish the job. Yeah,
0: absolutely. the uh, The Georgia prosecutor, she's going to win a she's going to win a coup plotting conviction against Rudy, and throw the bum in prison for the rest of his life as he deserves.
1: Which Rudy should be praying for because at least he'll get three hots in a cot, right? Yeah. <laughs> otherwise the dude is dumpster diving behind Lowe's looking for a refrigerator to box to call home. You know, he's I mean, anyway, I, I, I brought up Rudy because he's the model for Trump. Okay. Yeah. Trump
0: is just Rudy without the slurred speech
1: and the constant
0: public intoxication. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, The ideal solution is that Trump is penniless. You know, he should be penniless and he should be incarcerated for life. Nothing less will do it all, you know, for me. And, Anything less, in my mind, is a gross failure for the country and its institutions and its self-respect.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In the uh, – you know, in the at the at the blog, progresspond.com, um, the piece about taking Trump down to the studs, you started with, uh, with E. Jean Carroll. And we all remember her. She's the, uh, the woman who uh, a jury found was sexually assaulted by Trump in the 1990s uh, in a Manhattan st- department store dressing room. Yeah,
1: she won a $5 million judgment.
0: Yeah, well, that one was great because uh, Trump denied it and and said, oh, she's not my type, before mistaking her in a photo for his second wife, uh, poor Marla Maples.
1: That was perfect. Yeah, yeah. They, they showed her a picture of Eugene Carroll, and he says, that's Marla. <laughs> and it was like, case closed. Like, you lose. Like, <laughs> you said she wasn't your type. <laughs> oh, my God has too perfect. And he actually did that during his deposition in the case. He's such a jackass. So. So, yeah, obviously he was found guilty of defamation.
0: Yeah. So he loses that case. It's a uh, that's a civil case, but still a, a stunning result for an ex president, even even for even for someone who advertised up front that he likes to grab women by the pussy. <laughs> yeah. And now next week, right, they're both back in court to iron out a second defamation court case. And Trump's gonna lose that second one too. I don't know why he's even bothering. He's already lost it. Yeah. Yeah. In that sense, it's it's just like Rudy in the defamation case brought by the Georgia election r- workers. Rudy lost that case up front when he wouldn't provide court ordered information about his finances. And so the trial was just about the damages, and the damages turned out to be freaking enormous. Just ruinous for Rudy. <laughs> Ruined Rudy. <laughs> and now the second Eugene Carroll case is basically the same thing because it's already been determined by a jury that Trump raped her. And so she's going to get paid again and probably a lot more than the first time around.
1: I'll drink to that. I mean, and see, Eugene Carroll is part of the solution here. You know, it everyone's contributing a little bit, Brendan you know everybody's contributing a little bit. yep it's it's a different case that's going to ruin Trump um it's different but it's consistent with our developing theme here. I'm going to assume you're referring to the
0: the Letitia James case in New York which accuses Trump and his idiot fail sons uh Beavis and Butthead I mean uh, Eric and Don Jr. of uh, running the Trump organization as one
1: giant fraud. Yeah. And the judge in that case, Judge uh, Engeron, he already found Trump guilty in that case. So, I mean, at least on the main charge he did. Yeah. So which is that he was committing massive fraud in order to win favorable terms on loans.
0: Let me read from the NBC News article on this for a minute. New York Attorney General Letitia James is calling for a three hundred and seventy million dollar fine against former President Donald Trump and his companies. And a lifetime ban on him and two of his former company executives from the real estate industry in the state. And it also says James wants five year bans on Eric and Don Jr. as well.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing I, I, this is what I love about the $370 million number. A huge chunk of that comes from the sale of Trump's, you know, his Washington, D.C., old post office hotel. Yeah. 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 What James is saying is that he made a hundred and fifty-two million dollar profit off the sale of that hotel. And he has to give it all back because the loans he used were based on misrepresentations he made to the banks. So I just <laughs> love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that has to be responsible for a few bottles of ketchup getting thrown at the wall.
1: <laughs> oh yeah!
0: I don't want to give it back.
1: <laughs> Thought he was such a genius. <laughs> Super genius. I made so much money.
0: <laughs> so much money. <laughs> that's, that's one way to deal with the other problem with that hotel. <laughs> because on January 4th, the Democrats on the House Committee on Oversight uh, issued a report. This is uh, the Jamie, uh, Jamie Raskin-led report, and it was on, oh, well, the report was called White House for Sale, How Princes, Prime Ministers, and Premiers Paid Off President Trump. I love the
1: alliteration in that title.
0: It looked at um, just four, just four Trump properties, one of which was the old post office hotel in D.C., and it found that foreign governments during Trump's four-year presidency paid $7.8 million to these properties. And that's likely a violation of the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution, which bars presidents from taking money from foreign governments.
1: That's supposed to be a no-no, Brendan. Mm-hmm. But uh, think about it. That $7.8 million in foreign influence peddling revenue, that's nothing compared to the $152 million profit on the sale that James is looking to collect.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So rather than try to collect on the former She's just bringing the shit hammer down on the whole Trump organization Taking him down to the studs Right down to the studs Because it's not just about bankrupting his ass It's about making sure he can't do business in New York ever again It's also about that whole image is his From the apprentice, from Celebrity Apprentice And she's basically just proven it was all a facade, a mirage a giant fraud perpetrated on the American people. And you know, this guy's not a real estate genius. This guy's broke and barred from doing real estate deals because he's a low life crook. And his kids are low, low life crooks too.
0: (laughs) They are. And look, they
1: are. Look, uh, maybe James
0: isn't going to get everything she's asking for. uh, But the way that Trump has treated the judge in the case, judge Engeron, going after his staff and everything I don't think there's going to be much in the way of leniency there. Just, 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 just a, just a gut instinct.
1: I agree. I agree. Nor should there be, you know, 2024 has to be all about destroying Trumpism completely. And that means politically, economically in these civil cases and Kremlin. And in my mind, nothing less will do. Nothing less. I mean, we're dealing with like a fifth Avenue cult here where, you know, where he famously and accurately said he could murder someone on Fifth Avenue and his followers would still support him, Yep. you know? And the only way to leech this poison out of the American bloodstream is like an all-encompassing defeat and catastrophe for Trump. I'm talking like Sherman's march to the sea, you know, burn the fields, salt the crops, no mercy of any kind, none, okay? None. That's the That's the penalty for insurrection, okay? So
0: you're saying that he shouldn't be allowed on the ballot either because of the, uh, that clause in the 14th Amendment against
1: insurrection that's holding public office? Yeah, I'm saying after the Civil War, the president of the Confederacy, Jefferson Davis, was captured and imprisoned for two years. And he might have been charged with treason if President Johnson hadn't, you know, decided to issue a blanket pardon for all the Confederates.
0: So not allowed on the ballot.
1: Definitely not allowed on the ballot, not allowed to do business, not allowed to have more than an hour in the exercise yard, Brendan. I mean, this man is among the worst criminals this country's ever produced. And my great hope for 2024 is that he gets what's coming to him and we can all finally move on from Donald Trump. Either that or, yeah, put me in a soup can and fire me into the sun. Well,
0: amen to that. So we'll keep an eye on the verdicts in those two cases, the Letitia James case and e. Jean Carroll. And then eventually we'll see if Fannie Willis can put the, uh, pardon me. And then eventually we'll see if an Willis can put the disgraced ex president behind bars where he belongs.
1: Amen. Hey, hey! Hey, hey!
0: So, uh, I'm going to shift gears real quick and I know I keep flogging this dead horse but when it comes to schadenfreude which is kind of the theme of today's podcast i'm like a fly on a turd i promised you some moms for liberty updates and i got a couple of moms for liberty updates but uh marty can you mind if i bring up a few of their previous hits just to uh just to review what's gone on with them over the past few months sure refresh my memory here. Uh, all right so uh, it turned out the uh, so this this past summer Moms for Liberty did a, a big convention at at the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia, It was very controversial. It turns out that the head of the Philly chapter isn't even a mom. He's a local uh, Republican ward leader, a former pastor, and a registered sex offender.
1: And a man. And a man.
0: Then the Bucks County, uh, Pennsylvania moms got kicked out of the school board in recent elections, totally swept out of power. That's because they went on a jihad against gay children and black children in the Bucks County school district that they served under. Then it turned out the founder of Moms for Liberty herself, Bridget Ziegler, had been involved in a year-long threesome with her husband and another woman. All while leading an all-out attack on LGBTQ students and teachers, pulling books off the shelves the whole the whole nine yards.
1: But wasn't the only reason her taste for same-sex couplings came out was because her husband, Christian Ziegler, who happens to be the chair of the Florida GOP, um, allegedly raped the other lady when she canceled one of their sessions?
0: Yep. That's exactly who he is or or was. He uh right before we started recording, I I learned that he was finally ousted. Um oh. He was he was ousted and only a few people abstained from voting. But yeah, yeah. Um, but but not only that, the uh there are text messages and they're pretty damning. Um, stuff from the woman saying things like, I'm not okay with what happened the other day between us and that was not cool. These are quotes. And his responses are super creepy too. Like at one point he's like he you know, he's saying, Oh, we're friends, da da da, lol. And then he offers her money. He offers Yikes. her money. Yeah. Yikes. But now he's in even more trouble. So so Ziegler here, uh, uh Bridget's husband, the ra- the alleged rapist, said he caught the encounter on video and it would show that it was all consensual, it would exculpate him. But guess what? It's illegal to video something like that without consent in Florida, and in fact it's, it's a third-degree felony, punishable oh, by me. up to 5 years. And this isn't oh, even me. the latest marty. This is our background.
1: Okay. Okay. So I feel like I'm in a tapas place or having one of those fancy tasting dinners. It's, it's like one delicious morsel of shame and hypocrisy after another. Isn't it, though? <laughs> so it came out a week back that
0: uh, once again in Pennsylvania, we have a Moms for Liberty clone, and she's out there getting teenagers drunk and then punching them in their faces. While up up in scenic Michigan, there's yet another Moms for Liberty chair getting freaky with their freedoms.
1: (laughs) And these are the people protecting children from groomers and abusers.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Self-appointed. So first, let's go to the ritzy burbs north of Philly in in Bucks County. We've talked about Bucks County before. It's where the, uh, the sane Republicans used to live, but it's been going more and more MAGA over the past few years. And that's where we meet Clarice Schillinger, who's founder of the Keeping Kids in School Pack. Uh, she was also a former candidate for lieutenant governor in 2022, uh, the year that, that uh, Doug Mastriano won, uh, that Doug Mastriano ran and lost. Uh, <laughs> it went down in shameful defeat. And these are the folks who had their asses handed in the last election, by the way. And it probably would have ended there, except uh, Clarice made some bad decisions. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Clarice Schillinger threw a birthday party for her 17 year old, complete with a fully stocked bar, shots, and beer pong. I mean, you remember high school, right? Your mom and dad would always be like bringing the kids over for drinks, right? Right?
1: (laughs) Right. Beer pong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come on, play beer pong with us, Dad. Okay. She got the kids. So she gets the kids drunk and then she gets drunk with them. She's right. she's drunk as a skunk with them. That's illegal in Pennsylvania. That's illegal in all 50 states, I think, and everybody knows it. But, everybody knows it. Yeah, but then, then Clarice and her ad- adult boyfriend, and I, I don't know why I feel I have to say this, but, you know, we are talking about a 36-year-old woman partying and getting hammered with 17-year-olds, right? So she and her adult boyfriend start arguing over football, and it must okay. have gotten pretty heated because two of the kids – had to try to intervene. That's when the boyfriend tried to strangle one of the kids and punched another one in his, in his face.
1: I don't think that's how she planned it.
0: No, no. (laughs) Where'd she learn? Where'd they learn the parenting skills? Bing Crosby, Joan Crawford.
1: (laughs) Well, her her boyfriend sounds nice.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe from just watching his girlfriend. Because the (laughs) the police complaint alleges that that Clarice herself punched one of the teens in the eye, like literally gave him a shiner and chased him around the kitchen island. And again, the cops have cell phone footage to back it up, including Schillinger lunging after one of them, who and that kid, the one she lunged at, told the police that Schillinger got three punches in and grandma was involved with the fighting too. grandma was in on it. Yeah. So they're just
1: pummeling the kids.
0: Yeah, they, exactly. Mom, the boyfriend, the the grandparents pummeling the kids. Grand <laughs> grandma that they dropped the charges for grandma. She pled to disorderly conduct.
1: <laughs> it's like the Brady bunch right here. It's like, you know. family ties what was that song from the
0: 90s by uh what was it fountains of Wayne. stacy's mom has got it going on
1: she's all i
0: want and i waited for so long
1: (laughs) because here's the (laughs) thing then she she punched me in the face (laughs) but here's the thing
0: though just like stacy's mom clarice has had this going on and for some time this ain't her first rodeo when I was when I was reading up about this story, it turns out that a, a publication called Philly Burbs reports that the cops have showed up to her house on at least four other occasions for noise parties. She's got a hearing coming up for a previous incident with drunk teenagers. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, I know. So whatever you're doing wrong with your kid, man, you're not you're not Clarice Schillinger.
1: <laughs> I think I'm beginning to understand why she was so opposed to like. Closing everything down for COVID Is like interfering interfering with her Drunk teenage party yeah, I know, you know? We're having, I wanted
0: to have a rager this Thursday
1: Yeah, <laughs> what the hell
0: <laughs> So anyway That's that's Pennsylvania Then we have Michigan Which is almost wholesome by comparison There's this woman up there Bree Mogenberg And she's the chair of Moms for Liberty In some place called Isabella County I looked it up on the map It seems to be pretty much dead center in the, in Michigan in the middle of nowhere. And uh, she's already got a reputation as a nutball. Mogenberg's been showing up at State Department of Ed meetings dressed as Wonder Woman or something. There's, a, there's I, I looked her up. There's a bunch of pictures of her in costume on the inner tubes holding, like, Let's Go Brandon signs.
1: Yeah, what is it with these people cosplaying as, like, true justice in the American way when they're the exact opposite, you know? Yeah. For Christ's sake, Wonder Woman? Um, I mean... <laughs> Wasn't she like famous for fighting Nazis? She sure was. (laughs) Oh my God, she's like the embodiment of female power and feminism, and you know she never needed a man.
0: There was uh, there was uh, Steve Steve whatever his name was. You never you can't remember her sidekick, right? He was a military guy, Steve whatever his name was, and he was always getting rescued by her. He was like Lois Lane to, to to Wonder Woman, and yeah, it's a whole it's a whole freaking pathology, and and I'm not a psychiatrist, so. But if I was, I'd prescribe them heavy doses of clonopin. <laughs> for the for... <laughs> anywho, it turns out that Bree, who by the way is a state committee member and and just helped oust the Michigan party chair, um, she has been rumored to be carrying on a very public affair with Andrew Sebald, who is the second congressional district state chair for the Michigan Republican Party. So
1: this is just a rumor. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it, it's a rumor, but it's it, it's it's well sourced. But yeah, it it it's it's all speculation. But as you well know, we know from Peggy Noonan that it would be irresponsible not to speculate, especially especially with Seabolt's wife, who's posting oh. all sorts of stuff on her Facebook and Instagram page, stuff like "never fall in love with a politician; they will never really love you, and they will forget their vows," and. Oh. I know what it's like being married to someone who never loved you. I know what it is like to be married, to be denied intimacy for years, not weeks, not months, denied intimacy for years. Always an excuse. And I hate to be airing this woman's dirty laundry, but she seems to be airing it herself. This is kind of heartbreaking if you think about it. (laughs) That's brutal. And and then... (laughs) She is still the side chick because that man is still married and he has been the one dragging it out. Wow. If he really, really wanted to be with her, wouldn't he have rushed this divorce? Cheaters and liars, always playing fools. Glad I am not his fool any longer. I
1: mean, (laughs) wow. He's out there cheating with Wonder Woman. And then there's these people that have appointed themselves the defenders of children being exposed to sexual material, right? Yeah. I mean, a woman who's basically a groomer feeding alcohol to a bunch of teenagers, and then she and her boyfriend and her mom, like, physically assaulting them, <laughs> and then a home wrecker who goes around sleeping with married men, like, <laughs> well... Dressed up as Wonder Woman, like the ultimate in family values from these people, you know. And then, like, as you mentioned, that's on top of the pedophile and the moralizer who secretly gets it on with other women and her husband, the alleged rapist sex criminal.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just (laughs) unreal.
0: It's completely fucking nuts.
1: (laughs) It is taking over our school boards.
0: (laughs) These are the people who've taken over our school boards. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Telling us what we can read. No
0: wonder they're throwing chairs in Bucks County. <laughs>
1: yeah. We, at first, we were like, why are they doing that? <laughs> now we know.
0: Now we know. I throw a now chair yeah. too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Was to people showing up at my school board meeting.
0: Yeah. So, hey, oh, we got God. a little bit of time left. I know you took a look at the Biden speech today and you wanted to say a little bit about that.
1: Oh, the Biden speech. I was just talking about how he slipped up, apparently. And I I guess he called Trump a sick fuck. No
0: shit. Yeah.
1: Or I guess it was, I don't know if he tried to stop himself, but it was like obvious what he said. Oh, but my I, golly. Yeah. So, you know how Trump always gives people nicknames. Yeah. 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 So now Biden gave him a nickname. Sick, sick, fuck, sick, fuck.
0: <laughs> he did. yeah donald sick fuck trump don't fuck with dark (laughs) brandon
1: yeah as long as we're using dropping f bombs the president did it mom yeah (laughs) i'm gonna say
0: the same thing to my dad and stepmom the president did it first Mm -hmm. i'm only quoting him
1: (laughs) yes yes and it was highly appropriate but there was the other thing did we talk about this at the beginning because i don't know if this is going to be in the beginning but the magnet's it's been a little hard getting back into the swing yep. after taking off so much time for, for podcasting. And this is a little weird show that we put together here, but you know, t- 2024 is getting rolling and we're going to be doing the Iowa caucuses here and primary season's going to be getting underway. And these trials are going to be kicking off. You got, as we already mentioned, we got the Eugene Carroll thing coming up. We got the New York verdict and the crime thing coming up. And then we're going to find out what other trials are going to occur and when they're going to occur. And then we have a shutdown. Do so, we
0: have another potential? No, shut, most recent shutdowns averted, right?
1: Well, that's the thing. You know, that's the thing that we were talking about a lot was the government shutdown and uh, the whole drama around McCarthy and his replacement, Mike Johnson. And that's a that's a subject for our, yeah. maybe our next podcast uh, because. We talked a lot about how mad Kevin McCarthy must be. Oh, yeah. He must be so mad. He must be so mad right now. Oh. Because Johnson, you know what Johnson did? Oh, yeah, he
0: did. He, <laughs> yes, he made the same deals as McCarthy did and didn't get punished for it.
1: Well, or yeah. what else did you? <laughs> but the whole thing is like McCarthy made a handshake deal with Biden over the debt ceiling. Yep. And the handshake deal was okay, this is the level of spending that we're going to have. And then he took that deal back to his caucus. And it's a done deal. He shook hands. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a, that's a deal. But then he, the, the caucus hated it. And so he, he started backtracking like immediately, like he never made a deal with Biden. Yeah, I know. And he tried to bail and then he still got, he still got, well, then what do you do? Oh, well, we'll just, we'll start an impeachment to try to, right? So everyone's mad at me. How about it? I let you impeach Biden. Will that make it better? And it didn't make it better. No. And so they threw his ass out and then Johnson comes in and he not only does what McCarthy did to get ousted, which is the continuing resolution. Right. But now that they're settling on the budget numbers, He is honoring that handshake deal that McCarthy walked away from. So they're getting worse than what they left with McCarthy. Like they got absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. They're getting completely rolled. Johnson has no choice unless he wants an endless shutdown. Yep. Oh, I know now there's, there's probably going to be a shutdown anyway, just because I don't even think they have time to do all this, but, if the, if if there is, it looks like that'll be the only reason. But but so it should be a short shutdown, I would think. Um, but. Yeah, th- the the big question is how many votes Johnson is going to need from the Democrats. And it's going to be a lot, Um, which is why he's not going to be able to include any of his messaging. Yeah. Culture war. Oh, I know. It's like it's absolute defeat. And we could talk about that. And we probably will talk about it in our next episode. But every, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on this year, really high stakes, big consequences. And obviously, there's foreign affairs that are going to be very, very. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got the Iowa caucuses coming up and the beginning of the Republican primary season. And that's going to be very interesting. We're going to follow that. Is it really also, going to be
0: interesting, though? Is it really going to be interesting?
1: It, it could be just Trump wins one after another, and it's not very interesting at all. But you have this intersection of all these legal things coming down. And so you never know. You never like know what what's going to come down to it. until he is actually made the nominee at the convention. It's not a done deal. Yeah. So there's a lot of suspense. Uh, However, everybody wants to think this is some kind of steamroller. It could be, it might not be. So it's going to be bear watching. I know that. Yeah. Um, And that's in part because you have the, you know, I guess the E. Carroll case is not going to be determinative, right? But it's going to matter if he is barred from doing business in New York for all time, it's going to matter If he's convicted in either one of Jack Smith's cases or Fannie Willis's cases, these things are going to matter. So we're going to be following it. And we also have, obviously, what's going on in Israel, um, what's going on in Ukraine. So there's a lot of stuff all colliding at the same time, and we're going to be covering it. And we'll be keeping our eye on that type of stuff going forward. But today, we just wanted to take a little bit of a look back, I think, and have some fun with the Moms of Liberty and their crazy babies. <laughs> Still laughing about them beating the crap out of all these kids. I know, I know. <laughs> Magnets, God. how do they work? <laughs> Magnets, how do they work? I think that's how we sign off, Brendan.
0: I'll see you next time, man. We'll see you all next time. Remember to like us and follow us on Spotify, um, Apple. Um YouTube, enter wherever you can find our podcast, and please share with all your friends. We'll see you next time, folks. Over and out. The room from the floor to the ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around, it's all astounding. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't wanna talk to a scientist. Young